Hi there. Welcome to episode 113 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. Squaresoft's output on the Super NES is legendary. Their selection of RPGs is beloved by many, and a big part of that comes from their impressive soundtracks. Today's game is no exception. Look up at a gigantic tree, because tonight we listen to the music of The Secret of Mana with the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Hi, Matt. How you doing? I'm ding-dang good. <laughs> I'm ding-dang good, too. <laughs> so here's, here's, here's the big question. Do you pronounce it mana or mana? Uh, mana. Secret of mana. All right. Well, we'll be butting heads on that all night, because I have always called it secret of mana. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> and by butting heads, we'll just both be saying it differently, and no one will care. <laughs> and no, not one person will give an ish. Um, because I because I'm trying to think of it from other games where you have like mana pools and you have mana potions. I don't know. I've always said mana. I've always ever heard. I've always ever heard it as mana. So I've heard like mana both. pools and whatnot. And then I've yeah. oh, you heard it later as mana, and then it was mana mana. Yeah, good times were had by all. I'm so happy you did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, we've got a lot of tracks to cover tonight because uh, a lot of tonight's uh, track list is picked by our listeners. Uh, so we should probably just dive right in. So Matt, yes, sir. Hit us with some history. Whoa. Secret of Mana was released in August of 1993 in Japan and October of 1993 in the United States. It wasn't well known at the time, but Secret of Mana was actually the second game in the Seiken Densetsu series, the first of which was released in the US as the Final Fantasy Adventure for the Game Boy. The story revolves around a young man finding a sword and embarking on a magical adventure to save the world. You know, standard JRPG fare. But... Secret of Mana managed to stand out from the crowd by successfully blending aspects of the turn-based combat Squaresoft was known for at the time with real-time action-adventure like The Legend of Zelda. It also didn't hurt that it had memorable characters, gorgeous graphics, and an unbelievably well-composed soundtrack. That wonderful soundtrack was composed by Hiroki Kekuta. He not only worked on this game and its sequel, now known in the U.S. as Trials of Mana, but he was also involved with games like Soul Calibur V, Shining Hearts, and Y2K, a post-mortem, a post-mortem RPG. Right. A po- <laughs> <laughs> Y2K, a postmodern RPG. So, Matt, what is your personal history with this? This was your pick, so what is your history with it? Um, I actually owned slash currently own it. Uh, it's one of the few games that survived my uh, weird childhood purge of um, my SNES stuff. Um, so, I don't know, I'm, I see that it came out in October of 93, and I'm, I don't remember when I got it, but I did, I absolutely got it, and I'm curious if I got it around my birthday, because, you know, October is my birthday. Um, the whole month, not just one day. Um, you were born every day this month. I was, it was very painful for my mother. <laughs> she still hates me to this day for it. Um... <laughs> Anyway, this just got really weird. Uh, Are there I, 31 of you walking around somewhere? Or did you? Was there a death battle? Like, shh. <laughs> All will be revealed. Fascinating. Um. Okay. 
But seriously, uh, no, I, 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 I owned this game and I played the hell out of this game. But it's, it's when, when I was a kid, and I, I even say like into my 20s as still a kid, um, I spent a lot of time playing video games and not beating them. And this was always one of them. Um, I had friends who uh, either borrowed it from me or bought it themselves, played it and beat it. And they're always like, oh, I beat it. You got to beat it. It's so good. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll get to it. And then I just never did, <laughs> which is a reoccurring theme with my life. But that's a story for the couch for another day. Um, I do remember really enjoying it. But the weird part is now when I think about it, especially with the Trials of Mana out and as a Switch owner, I'm very like, kind of want to get it. Um, I, I don't know that I would enjoy the game anymore because I don't care for, like at the time I thought it's gameplay was great. Now as an adult, I don't know that I would enjoy it. I think I have more of a nostalgia for the, um, the turn-based JRPGs than I do like the action adventure RPGs. I really do enjoy like the turn-based stuff, but anyway, um, yeah, I, I remember being just an absolutely beautiful game. Like those, those opening, like first few moments, like how lush green everything is. And just how like character sprites, which is gorgeous. Um, I remember the soundtrack definitely being kind of like this, um, this epic, like, uh, companion piece to what I was watching. And I just remember it being like, I remember thinking like, this is really cool. You know, like Super NES was was the thing at the time, and I just remember thinking, like, this is, I, I can't imagine things getting better than this. <laughs> you know, I do, I do know. As a matter of fact, yes, that's 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 my history. All right, uh, then I'll I'll dive into mine, which is a uh, kind of similar. Uh, I had my friends of mine had uh had this game and i was often told that i should get it and i I, uh i never i never did uh well i won't say never did but i didn't go around when it came out um but i did rent it once and i didn't get the gameplay because at that Mm -hmm. point i i didn't like turn-based rpgs so when i played the game and uh you would hit somebody, but you had to like wait until the numbers rose back up to do a full damage hit. Mm-hmm. Kind of like instilling this level of turn-based into the action combat. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that because I was so into Legend of Zelda, and I just couldn't wrap my head around enjoying that. But you just want to spam attacks, and you can. right, I just want to play it like a Zelda game and get through the story and enjoy this this gorgeous world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I couldn't do that. But more importantly, I, since I had only rented it for a weekend, I ran out of time because yeah. of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I turned this on, and the title screen music came on, which is what we're opening the episode with. Uh, that, that just amazing Fear of the Heavens is the name of the song. And um, the basically the box art was the title screen as it this slowly... Yeah. All, like the the letterbox slowly opened up on it, and it was like I sat there and listened to it over and over again. Just I, I wouldn't even start the game; I was just looking at it like in awe. And then I 
got my little tape recorder and I recorded it so that I could listen to it whenever I wanted. And then I started the game and same thing happened. The music was just like, wow. (laughs) So I would stop and just listen to the music. And then I ran out of time before I could even make myself get used to the the whole uh, way the game worked and, and, and get through it. I just I just completely ran out of time. I had to return it, and it was time the weekend was over, and I had barely gotten anywhere because I had spent so <laughs> much time listening to the first, like, four tracks in the game because I'm a goober. Um, <laughs> I did wind up getting the game not that long later. Uh, it was must have been 98, uh, probably when I got it. I bought off of a customer of mine at Funko Land. I this this phenomenal collection of games and I don't I think I I think I gave her like I think it was like 200 bucks that she wanted for everything and I wound up paying it which seemed like a lot at the time but it was <laughs> complete yeah. in box Dragon Warrior 1 2 3 and 4 for NES Final Fantasy for NES all of this complete in box then Super NES uh Secret of Mana Final Fantasy Mystic Quest Final Fantasy 2 uh and Final Fantasy 3 that's quite the RPG collection, if you ask yeah. me. Yeah, it, it was a pretty sweet deal. Uh, uh, yeah. I wound up pay, I th- I'm pretty sure I paid her 200 bucks for it. and uh, So then I own Secret of Mana, and I still have that copy to this day. It's uh, complete in the box, and I messed around with it once or twice on the Super Nintendo, but spending the time to actually play a Super Nintendo game over my adult life hasn't been the easiest thing in the world uh i rebought the game when it came out on the wii virtual console and i put some i put some time into it i probably got maybe about two hours into the, an hour or two into the game i got further than i had ever gotten before but then uh geez this was wii virtual console and I held on to it for a long time. I probably didn't play it until close to when John was born. Jeez, so there's like probably like 2013 when I actually really decided to put some time into it. And then that just kind of fell apart because, you know, children. Uh, and then <laughs> last year, I bought the collection of mana on the Switch with every intent to play it, which is probably what my next thing's going to be because I just finished Hollow Knight. And I'm in between games right now. And my daughter said, "You should finish Ukulele." And that Ukulele the Possible Lair is amazing, uh, but I kind of feel like after getting this track list together, <laughs> I kind of think it's it's my time to do Secret of Mana and maybe bust out um, the original Second Densetsu first. Uh, I don't know. I might try to blow through that and Secret of Mana and maybe try Trials of Mana out and see how that works. That might be my next thing before I jump into Ori and the Blind Forest, which is where I'm going next. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's my that's my history with Secret of Mana. I uh, adore the soundtrack that I, from what I've heard, and mm-hmm. I'm sure I've listened to the rest of it before, but I, I tend to not listen to game soundtracks on purpose if I've never played that part of a game, especially if it's something that I intend to play. So I've kind of purposely avoided a lot of the tracks in the latter parts of this game. Uh, which a lot I'll be hearing for the first time tonight because since our listeners gave us the track listings, I just went by the names. I didn't listen to them, <laughs> so so if I it's just wrong. Took it's your the names fault. and then like to <laughs> kind of pare it down. I'd listen to the first couple of seconds of something and be like, "This uses similar instruments, so this one's got to go." Just because there was there was so many to choose from, so I I, I pared it down to the best of my ability. 
and here we are. So let's and, do it, man. And and a real quick like thank you to everybody who who does pay attention to the um, Discord and and interacts and and the Facebook. Like we got quite a quite a list of um, contributors. So so thanks to you guys, man. Yeah, thank you guys very, very much. Um, all the tracks, with the exception of two, were picks from listeners. Um, uh, there were two tracks on the track list that are, are there because of me. <laughs> and the first one is one of those, and that is a song that I'm surprised nobody pointed out because I love this song. Uh, this is Together Always. This is the music that plays pretty much when the game starts, when the kids are all playing around by the waterfall and... Uh, uh, before he falls down and, and finds the sword and whatnot. And it's just this perfect JRPG, happy summer day in the woods. The the, the evil hasn't come, come to the land yet music. And it's so memorable. It's so memorable and so good. I, I couldn't, could not possibly skip this track. Uh, and... And uh, much like a lot of the game's music, it sounds awful in the Secret of Mana remake, which was uh, released for PlayStation 4 and is one of the few games that was like, before it came out, I said, oh man, why aren't they bringing this to Switch? And then it came out and I listened to some of this, like, I really wanted to hear new versions of the songs that I liked and was like, you can keep it. <laughs> I... <laughs> no thanks. Because uh, we, we had some, I guess, real quick before I jump in there, we had a couple of really great messages from some of our, our uh, some of our listeners on the Facebook page. Like um, Ferg from the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast, one of my favorite people on the planet, said, uh, I haven't played this much either, but this is my favorite video game soundtrack of all time. When the SPC files came out, they were much easier to rip to MP3 than the NSF files, or at least that's how I remember it. That way I could make CDs and listen at work and in the car and check out more soundtracks that I wasn't familiar with. Part of my love for this soundtrack is because it doesn't sound like an SNES game, if that makes sense. It works on its own, and it's so beautiful. Very well said, Ferg. I completely agree. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> this, is a, this, is a, this is a killer, and I love this track, so let's get started. Here is yes. Together Always from Secret of Mana. together always it's a it's a simple song it's got all of the right feels and i i think it was that i feel like it was the percussion that clapping in particular that really made this this song feel like it was more than just a super nes soundtrack it's it sound the the, the sound quality is so crisp you know it just yes it doesn't sound like 
a chiptune. And because this was this was 93, the Super NES had only been out for a, a year or two, and you're still getting... it's This is in the thick of the Super NES versus Genesis, you know? And Genesis games don't sound like this. No, no other games outside of PCs sound like this. This is next-level stuff, and it's so good. I just... I love the way this song makes me feel. I love the way it... I love the way it works. I love every every single little thing about it. It's um everything that you just said is is very accurate like you know. I mean, let's <laughs> I'm not going to take the opportunity to bash Genesis or whatever because Genesis is its own animal. Um but that being said, I I absolutely agree with you. It's um it's almost to me sometimes uh, I felt that the track was almost a little like uh not even from this game like i've always felt like it it may if if i heard this elsewhere i would think that this is from a completely different game maybe not even um not even like an rpg or something um but you know you i think you said just before we played it it's that you know jrpg style um you know just everything's light and airy in the beginning and we're just kids playing in the woods and we don't know the impending doom that we're about to you know have to face eventually and stuff and and i think it's i think it's a great piece it's um i really actually like the um the tonal quality of the synths like Mm -hmm. there's you know sometimes you get some really you know funky synths um but these are really nice and then the bass line is just perfect I think yeah, the bass, the bass sound is, is so perfect, yeah, and the and the actual great. composition of the bass line is just great. So, great way to to start the episode, so to speak. Yeah, it is. It is solid. It is wonderful. It is great. Uh, but it's got nothing on the next track. Truth. The next track is. I mean, I, I, I it was one of the things that made me fall even so much further in love with it because I was already totally in with Fear of the Heavens and then totally in even more with Together Always but Into the Thick of It might just be my favorite track um, this one was requested by um, Angel Matthias I, I, I'm sorry I, Matthias I, I always pronounce your name wrong and I'm very sorry Angel <laughs> it, was, it was requested by Angel uh, over on Facebook and Bedroth on the, uh, the the Discord chat. And he also requested Did You See the Ocean, which is um, it's effectively the same song, but with a, with a kind of a different, it's a different take on this song. Mm-hmm. And because I didn't have any real connection to it, I went with Into the Thick of It because wow, if you've never heard this song before, you're already technically three, uh, two songs into this episode and you've probably already had the pants blown off you. Well, prepare to <laughs> never wear pants again because Into the Thick of It is just one of the most gorgeous pieces of music to ever come out of a Super Nintendo. And I say that full, full well knowing that we've done Donkey Kong Country and Chrono Trigger already. So here is Into the Thick of It from Secret of Mana. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh boy, the the mm, mm. Every, every instrument in that is so it's so full. It's so mysterious. It's so. I mean, it's a different kind of lost in the woods than what we heard in like Mario RPG. It's so. It's just amazing. I don't know what else to say. It's that that kind of harpsichord that it that it starts out with that really really calm and mysterious feeling that it exudes, and then like when you get to the end where it just kind of stops that chorus sound in the background, and it's all that kind of I don't know what instrument that's supposed to be, where like the 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 piano or synth whatever it is that's playing there that. Uh, right right before the loop happens is just like I remember playing it and being like at one moment turned off by the uh, by the gameplay because I was you know a chump and uh, <laughs> at the same time completely enthralled by this music like wow yeah Com- amazing yeah um to kind of uh, I guess dovetail on what you're saying like um there, this this particular track has so many layers to it. You know, it, it starts off like what we listen to starts off in that very kind of slow pacing way. The 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 oohs and the ahs of the chorus voices come in and it adds that second layer. You know, uh, a bit of mystery as you put it, and then you get that second melody on top of it. And then it's weird because you you know sometimes you hear all these um, things going or you have all these plates spinning, if you will. And it could be very chaotic, and uh, this this definitely doesn't do that. This has such a great way of putting everything together, and and really making it seem, you know, for lack of a better term, everything's in concert, and it just sounds so great together. Um, it's not busy, it's not distracting. It's like, and and I remember in game too, it just it's it's there and it's it's just so such a perfect companion piece again to to use my own words again because i'm good like that um (laughs) it it's really just such a great piece again great composition great uh orchestration the 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 timbre of every piece that's in it the choice everything about it and and I'll, i'll definitely agree with you it's one of the best pieces of music to ever come out of Super Nintendo Entertainment System, and it's uh, that's really saying something. And con- oh, considering yeah. the game's vintage, like this was pre Final Fantasy three, so we had mm-hmm. the Final Fantasy two's soundtrack, which was great, like it was very good music, very well composed. But the thing about Final Fantasy two, as opposed to this, is like it was very it, there was lots of synthesized strings, like there was it was still. Yeah. It was a huge leap above what else we had previously. Like this was, it was Final Fantasy IV, but we only knew it as two, right? So you're right. comparing Final Fantasy One from NES to the the leap to Final Fantasy II. The, the, sonically, it was just huge. Yeah. Yeah. This blows that away, just from an instrumentation st- standpoint. Like, yes, this was. Oh, this is what you can do. This is. <laughs> the, Oh really? <laughs> I mean, the Super NES can sound like this. It, it's it's still to this day just sounds exactly like Ferg said. It doesn't even really sound like Super Nintendo. It's its own thing. It's so remarkably well done. Uh, it's 
it's just just astonishing. So before we uh, continue to talk ourselves in circles about how great that song is, let's move on to the next one. This next track is called The Color of the Summer Sky. It was requested by John Truesdale and Bedroth. And this is another one that I am very familiar with from early in the game. Uh, And this is, I believe, the last one that I'm I'm familiar (laughs) with. I think everything after... Well, no, the next one I'm familiar with, but for a different reason. So... Uh, this this track is called <laughs> The Color of the Summer Sky, uh, and it's another wonderful piece. I believe this is the town music, if I'm remembering correctly. So uh, let's give it a listen. Here's The Color of the Summer Sky. Enjoy. What's what's remarkable about this song is that it is on one hand like completely predictable cliche early in the game RPG town music. But this is kind of like the gold standard of that. This mm-hmm. is I I'm like this is where that cliche comes from as far as I'm concerned. Like I know there's other songs of this feel exist in games, but like this was this had a very specific almost like something you'd hear in the background of uh, an, an anime wherever you're in a, a peaceful place where there's like, you're a kid and there's some mm-hmm. level of mischief and there's some grown-up who thinks you're a punk or whatever like that. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's got that very JRPG slash anime uh, trope feel to it but it's so well executed it's like this is the template that every song like this would come from. I, I I think it's probably one of the very best of best examples of music for this situation, which is in a ton of games. I mean, thinking stuff like illusion of Gaia and whatnot, like there's a lot of similar Mm. games like this where there is, you are the kids that start off in the town and the town music is, has this exact flavor to it even though they're they're very different songs from game to game but i don't think there's one that's necessarily better than this that does what this song does better uh and again with the instrumentation being so crisp and real sounding it's it's out of this world and it still sounds so good yeah um i mean there's not much i'm gonna add because you really kind of 
uh, hit that nail on the head. Um, to say that it, it it's something that you can hear in an anime is something I didn't even think of. And of course, the moment you said it, I'm like, oh yeah, I absolutely hear that. Um, you know, for me, a lot of uh, what I, when I think about video game music, and I, I've mentioned this plenty of times, um, you know, is you know, is it annoying? Is the loop quick? Did I rec- Did I hear the loop? Did I even notice it? And there are, like many uh, tracks, there are tracks that just I don't even think about, and I could listen to them for hours and hours on end. This is absolutely one of them. And actually, you know, town music is sort of like that because, uh, you know, in the old games, you'd have you would be possessed to run around and talk to every single person. Now, now mm-hmm. I totally can't even be bothered. I'm like, are you kidding? I have to go to work in 20 minutes. I can't, I gotta, <laughs> you know, I can't talk to everybody. Nobody got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But, you know, you spent all that time running around this town trying to talk to everybody and, and subsequent towns too. So you would spend quite, uh, quite a bit of time listening to this. And this is something that I personally could never get tired of. It's just, it's just fantastic light music for, mm-hmm you know just in general just not you know completely devoid of this game it's it's great um but again i say it again it's such a great companion piece to what you're seeing what you're interacting with the gameplay it's just fantastic yeah that is definitely something that this uh, at least at least for the tracks the ones the three that we've listened to that i can speak to really match because <laughs> everything past this is all effectively new to me mm-hmm. um but there, uh, I imagine that 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 particular uh, kind of whatever it is you're saying, words have completely failed me. Uh, okay. Is true throughout the rest of the video game, The Secret of Mana by Square Enix. <laughs> Thank you. Drive through. <laughs> All right. So the, the next. <laughs> Fantastic. The next song we're going to listen to is called The Little Sprite. Uh, this was another song that nobody else requested, but it comes from me because it um, it's one of Banjo Guy Ollie's earlier covers. And it was, uh, when I, it was not long after he had started his YouTube channel, and this one came up, and I had never heard the song before because I never got to wherever this happens in the game, but I really loved the song, and I, I, I kept listening to it, and then I heard the the in-game version, and it's it's good. I, I, I It's weird. I feel like I kind of like Ollie's version better than the original, but I, I like the melody in this track so much. It's got, it's got a really unique feel to it. I, I really dig it. So this track is called The Little Sprite. Uh, enjoy. <laughs> missing for the only thing that's that's really missing from that is bass i i, I kind of wish there was some sort of bass line underneath it because other than that i really love that tune it's so 
it's so interesting. It's so active. It's so, you know, it, it, it reminds me. This is going to be a weird jump, but I promise it makes sense. Oh, it let's reminds do it. me of the time where I decided. You know what? I'm I'm a musician. I'm not very good at guitar. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay at it. Like I can usually power chord my way through just about anything from the '90s if I if I spend enough time on it, right? Mm-hmm. So I decided one day, you know what? I I really want to play "Birdhousing Your Soul" by They Might Be Giants. And it was the when I first tried to play it, I was like, "What? It doesn't <laughs> seem like it's so. It doesn't seem like it's complicated." But that song's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like the, it doesn't. You, you, you listen to some other '90s stuff, like a, like like today by the Smashing Pumpkins. It's like this is a straightforward thing. Like this yep. this this is the area where you're going to be moving around. And then you start listening to Birdhouse in Your Soul, and you're just like, whoa! Uh, so the the actual chord progression in this is all over the place. That's awesome. Like I didn't realize how complicated it was until I really tried to play it. That's what this song reminds me of. Where it mm. seems like it's this simple little spritey tune. But if you really listen to like how how much it, it just jumps in and out of these different keys, like it's a really interesting piece of music. I'm, I really dig it. Yeah, you know, I, I love the idea of a deceptively simple uh, track, and I think that's kind of what you were going for, more or less. To say. Yeah, that was that's a lot easier way of saying <laughs> what I what I said. <laughs> no problem. That's what I'm here for. That's all I'm here for <laughs> to uh, wrangle your words. Um, <laughs> That'd be a great credit in the post notes. Word wrangler, Matt Ramo. Um, I need a life editor. <laughs> don't we all? Jeez. <laughs> Someone get on that. Anyway, um, this track, deceptively simple. Absolutely. Uh, another, like, like the only word that really comes to mind is, like, sweet. It's, like, it's like this really sweet track. And I think maybe because it has to do with kind of um, the instrumentation and the way I hear it. Uh I've used the term like crystalline before, but it's not quite like there's like a little pipe organ and mm-hmm. um, there's like a, a synth sound that has a sort of, um, yeah, again, crystalline is not quite the word, but when, when it comes together and like, it's very upbeat. Um, so it gives me that like, like toothache almost, but not in a bad way. Oh, I don't think. I don't think anything on the soundtrack really is, you know, for me to say like, no, in a bad way. I couldn't imagine. Um, yeah, another great composition, another great orchestration. I mean, what's not to yeah, like? Yeah, it, it makes me think of like, and not just because the name is the little sprite. It, it makes me think of like uh, Tinkerbell. You I can see that. It's got a very foresty yet mischievous tone to it. Yeah, yeah, mischief. That's... Yeah, that's a that's a <laughs> word that you used. I heard it, it. is. I said <laughs> it. It came out of my mouth. I know. I, I heard it. All right. This next track <laughs> is called "What the Forest Taught Me." It was requested by John Truesdale, and I don't know anything about it. I assume it has something to do with the woods. <laughs> so let's give it a listen. Here is "What the Forest Taught Me." Enjoy.
Well, John Truesdale, that was a that was a that was a great pick. <laughs> <laughs> I um, so I'm listening to this, and I, the first part's just really pretty. And I'm like, okay, cool, I like this. And I'm just kind of tuning out and listening to it, and then like. Ha- exactly the halfway point where that second part comes in and it just got really full mm-hmm. it, it gave me chills it's like oh this is wonderful <laughs> and that's all I gotta say it it was wonderful um it it took me a moment it took me a couple of notes to to remember this piece but I do remember this from the game and I do remember really enjoying it back then as I do right now like uh, exactly what you said like it's 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 a lot like the oh heck, it's a lot like um the the color of the summer sky where you get this um you get this great intro melody that plays and you're like oh this is good and then they build on top of it you know like a lot of yeah. other games do too but in this game they do it in such a way that it's like um it's like the gentle lapping of water on the beach. Like, it just comes in so gently, and, like, before you know it, like you said, this there's this nice, juicy, you know, song playing, and it's very full, and it's, you know, there's there's a lot of moving parts to it, but again, not chaotic, and it just, it's just so Yeah, it didn't pleasant. go too far. It didn't, you know, right. fill it with, with sweeping strings. Oh, and God, yeah. It could That's have gone the, that route. Uh, but I think it would ruin it. Exactly. It didn't. It, it it took it exactly as far as it needed to do to still maintain that. I, I'm assuming, just from what little I know about this game, that that level of this isn't a truly epic part of a game. You're still probably somewhere in the woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're still probably somewhere contained because it, it has that very contained feeling to it. And mm-hmm. even though it gets larger, it never goes beyond like you leave the woods and there's the big wide open world or, or something in front of you. You know what, you know what I mean? It's right. It was exact. It was exactly as reserved as I felt it needed to be. And it was a beautiful piece. That idea of a perfect portion. Yes. Just bing. I'm very bad at perfect portions. It's why I'm overweight. Hey, me too. <laughs> See now perfect. I guess the perfect is the wrong uh, definition there because I think like, eight tacos is a perfect portion of tacos and i think that you're right (laughs) and anybody who thinks we're wrong can fight us they can (laughs) (laughs) they probably probably win too oh 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 boy let's see how far how far did we get one two three four oh almost made it halfway through before something like that happens (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not. All right, so uh, the next track is called Spirit of the Night. This was requested by our good friend Matt Much. Hey! And, yeah, well, since neither of us know what this is, let's go ahead and listen to it. Here's Spirit of the Night. Enjoy.
Okay, Matt, much thank you, sir, for another Wowzer's wonderful piece that had exactly the same effect as what the forest taught me, which I clearly did not learn anything from what the forest <laughs> taught me because uh, I didn't expect it when it did that, where it just came in all full and gorgeous and pretty. And But besides that, I thought there was something wrong. As I'm listening to it, there's this static. And I'm thinking, like, oh, my God, like, what, what is causing that static? Where is it coming from? But then the music box part stopped and the rest of the music came in and the static disappeared and it almost makes me wonder, is there something wrong with my track or is that actually in the game making supposed to make it sound like you're listening to it through like some sort of old record player or something? Um, I'm going to be quite honest with you. I don't even remember that. Like the, the, the static that you're talking about. Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I might be crazy. It, it, it well, I mean, you might so, be, yeah. Well, yeah, true. It seems so loud and clear. Like, there's, it was only during the music box sounding stuff. And then it mm. stopped once the strings came in, which makes me think that it's just... Intentional? It, it has to be intentional. I, I mean, I don't know enough about the way sound files work. So, <laughs> maybe there's some sort of screw-up somewhere. And, and if, for that, uh, I apologize. It's, I it's do... I, 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 I'm sorry to cut you off. I did throw it back on very quickly. I hear what you're saying. Um, let's say it was intentional. I'm going to say it was just because of the way it, it stopped. It just goes yeah. completely clean once the strings come in, and I think it's a really neat effect. Mm-hmm. Um, which it reminds me of like the, the intro music to Yoshi's Island, where it's being played out of a music box, and you hear... The, the the crank of the music box in the background while you're uh, listening to that uh, that opening number and yeah. good gravy what a gorgeous piece of music this was right oh like hands down holy crow that was so, that just knocked me over so <laughs> was... I'm I'm listening to it and all I could think is I want to hear this on like three guitars and I immediately just went to YouTube and of course I found like a ton of covers but there's one or two um contributors who have guitar covers and I'm like I'm I'm dying not that I'm rushing to get to the end of this episode but I'm dying <laughs> to get to the end of this episode so I can hear these guitar covers cuz like I have such high hopes all of a sudden and I fear that I'm going to let myself down but I think this is okay so <laughs> No wait I I wanted to get to my my words about it before I I talk about letting myself down um, <laughs> which is status quo but anyway uh, hands down beautiful composition beautiful orchestration beautiful composition just i think so far probably the best track we've listened to so far uh i might venture to say of the night but you know i'm being facetious um so i think this song is gorgeous absolutely gorgeous i could probably listen to it for about an hour and not even think about it now that being said i had this thought in my head and i hear it I'm not a very good musician by any stretch of the imagination. I played bass. Not to knock any bass players, but I never went further, you know, than like, hey, man, I know how to play like seven notes. Um, <laughs> and uh, anyway, and so I hear it in my head. And, you know, as an artist, as a creative type, you always have this image or whatever in your head. And then when you try and put it on paper or put it into the world, it's never it never matches. And so I'm I'm very concerned that I'm like, gonna listen to these tracks and be like they're garbage absolute trash because they're not what I want to hear but yeah tangent done gorgeous piece of music absolutely gorgeous piece of music. yeah and like I'd like to say I'm surprised but I'm not like 
I I I love the first couple of songs in this game so much that I spent the entire weekend listening to them instead of playing it. You know, <clears throat> that the rest of this music is phenomenal is of no surprise to me. So right, all right. Let's keep it going. This next track is called Danger. This was requested to us by uh, Jonathan Robert, who is the host of the Mutant Musings podcast, mm-hmm. as well as once again Matt Much. Uh, this song, I think I might know, is, this might, this might just be the boss music, and that was like that first kind of bug boss underneath the ground, that giant mantis looking thing, that was as far as I got when I rented it when I was younger, so, (laughs) I think I may have heard this song before, either way, uh, I'm sure it's great, here is Danger, Secret of Mana, enjoy. to give it a standing ovation <laughs> i want to stand up right now and say you crazy son of a bitch i'm in because <laughs> i mean you, you totally can I'm, i won't tell I, anyone I, so i'm listening to this and the first chunk of it's just like oh so we've got we got some double bass going on here right where uh, yeah i like where it just starts off it's super abrasive and it's just like that single snare hit yep. like okay this was this was pretty well thought out and i'm like all right so this is the song and then I look up at the progress on the song, like, we're nowhere in this song. And, like, these yep. songs aren't really repeating as we're listening to them. What's going to happen next? <laughs> and then it went into, um, as I've mentioned, I've, I've, we've listened to it a couple of times on the show, and I've mentioned it before, and I'll mention it again. My favorite 
piece of boss music ever is from Rocket Knight Adventures, and one of the things that it does that I love so much is playing with the time signature mm-hmm. of just like you think you it throws you off balance because the music is off balance, and this did it too, and it nailed it. Cool the 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 way it was you couldn't tell where the music was going to go next. You couldn't find a rhythm, which mm-hmm. is such a good thing to do with boss music because it throws you off the rhythm, and okay that, that, that was great that was wonderful I'm sold and then it changed and then it was like huh I didn't know that was gonna come and it turned into something a little bit more solid a little more straight straightforward and then it turned into something pretty yep like what <laughs> and then it went looped back around so naturally into back to where it started with that super abrasive this song's a freaking masterpiece <laughs> wow it's such an unassuming, unexpecting song, just basically to what you just said. Like, <laughs> we're sitting here, we're both listening to it, and, you know, for the most part, you and I pretty much kind of sit in silence and really take it in. But <laughs> once in a blue moon, when something comes along and we just, we forget and we say something out loud and you're like, oh my god, what, huh? <laughs> this is <laughs> we one of the- to it, and what, what was it, the second, the second big change came where it turned into the pretty music? I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said you know, just like you said, you don't these things happening. There's these musical changes happening that you're like the first. Let's say one, two. So like the first two or three, you get it right. Like everything's pulse patterning. You know that slap, crazy slap bass. You know that very that sporadic snare, and then all of a sudden the double pedals to match the slap bass, and you're like, oh, all right, this is like a pulse pounding thing, right? And then it gets to that piece where it becomes like a a four four, you know, little shift mm-hmm. in there. And then all of a sudden it just goes off to that pretty piece and you're just like, I have no idea what I'm doing right now. I, yeah. I'm, I, I'm listening to something and it's doing things and it's pretty and I just, what? I'm it's questioning sad. all my life choices up to this point. Up to it's this a... point. What have I done with my life? Yeah. <laughs> it's great. But, it, but it's absolutely that. It's like, and that to me personally is, if <laughs> this, this may sound like I'm, I'm dissing soundtrack and I'm not, or maybe I mean, it's sounding like I'm dissing something else, but I feel as though so if you can't bowl them over with sheer, like, uh, what's the word, talent, <laughs> just knock their socks off with the unexpected, you know? And and where this lands is both. It's like right. it, knocks us, it knocks your socks off with unexpected and talent because it's like every part of that song could have worked as a video game tune on its own. Correct. And then they just sewed these four things together, just wrapped some duct tape around them, and it <laughs> works as this completely frenetic, frantic, unhinged boss battle music. It's it's wonderful. I want to say one thing, and this is you. We were, what we just said about sewing pieces together, and it's talented and it's unexpected. The only the, the only thing that popped in my head was System of a Down. When System of a Down first came on the scene with Sugar and that first record, nobody knew what was going on. They, it was, it's like that scene in uh, Semi Pro when he does a layup for the first time and, and the referee blows the whistle and he goes foul. Wait, traveling? No. Um, huh? <laughs> it to me, it that's I got the same feeling where I'm like, okay, 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 I'm getting into. Wait, you just changed. Okay, I'm I'm getting into this too and that. Oh, oh, 
oh, okay, I don't know what's going on anymore. So. <laughs> but in, in that great way, in that in that great way, like, that only new stuff can excite a person, mm-hmm. you know? You know, this is not to, again, not to diss anything else, but there's a lot of stuff that's predictable. There's a lot of stuff like, oh, I've heard something similar. So when something comes along that's exciting like this, it's really exciting. And you're like, oh, yeah. And you get really into it. Though. And this was indeed very exciting. Yes. All right. Let's ha- let's go- move on to Flight into the Unknown. Uh, this was also requested by Jonathan and Matt Much. So, uh, I don't know. Danger is any indication of their taste in music. <laughs> I think we're... We're in for a treat, so here comes Flight into the Unknown. Enjoy. My turn. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about this one. Um, this one sounds like to me, it's something that would play during, like your first ride on an airship. Hmm. It definitely has a soaring uh, aspect to it. Not not just because of the word flight, but yeah, like first to ride on an airship or a, a dragon or something. Right, some big winged creature. And I appreciate you saying not because it has flight in the name. That was going to be literally the very next statement out of my mouth um <laughs> there's there's something very and you said it's sweeping about the piece um this is probably of what we listen to this is probably one of the more epic pieces of music the epic in the sense of like you're on a big journey um you know i i know that there's the soundtrack's pretty deep um so I'm only going based on what we've been listening to so far. And, you know, I don't really remember a lot of the game per se. But, like, you know, a lot of these games followed uh, Campbell's uh, hero's journey. You know, you establish the character in their tiny podunk town. And, you know, there's a problem. They have to arise to the problem. And so now we're probably out of that podunk town. And we're probably now on our first, like, this is the furthest I've ever been from the Shire you know kind of moment well maybe not the first moment but this is like the show's first indication that we're out of the shire and onto something bigger it's it's a good piece of music that bass is 
so bassy, like just like the perfect, like doo, 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 just this great, great bass sound. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say about it. I think it's, I think it's a good composition. Um, it's there's a high bar to beat uh, now, you know, having listened to uh, what the woods taught me and uh, and danger and then spirit of the night certainly, but. Mm-hmm. Still another great, great piece of music uh, on just an incredible soundtrack. So. Yeah, this one, this one was merely great in a mm-hmm. uh, a series of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like you know the weakest link in like a you know a solid chain, so to speak. The weakest link in the mithril chainmail. Boom! To uh, bring it back to Lord of the Rings. There it is. Okay, this next track is called Prophecy, which was requested by uh, Jonathan Robert, John Truesdale, and Matt Much. This is a triple threat. Mm -hmm. This is going to be a good one. They're all good ones. They're all good ones, Pinky. All right, uh, (laughs) here's Prophecy. Enjoy. absolutely no idea what's happening when this song is playing i can't even imagine what's happening while this is playing this is such a weird little tune it's a good <laughs> tune yes it's, it's a real good piece of music i very much enjoyed it but i'm the song the song being called prophecy i expected something a lot more you know churchy um mm-hmm. a lot you know like the the, the chorus and strings and stuff and this was very not like, <laughs> no, it's very actiony, but very heavy on the flute. It was very surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I really don't know what to make of it, other than it is it is excellent. It is very good. I just I don't know what to make of it. it, it was fascinating. Um, agreed. Uh, we've we've established a great soundtrack, so that goes without saying. Um, I, I'm 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 kind of with you on that one too. Uh, I don't know that I had any expectations of it. I'm I'm a very low expectations kind of guy, just as a as a life mantra. Um, <laughs> <laughs> aim low, hit high. I always say. But uh, the this piece, you're you're right. It's it's very flute centric, and I think there's uh, quite a few tracks in this um, soundtrack that are kind of flute centric, which is I guess I don't know. It's central theme perhaps. But um, this one in particular, uh, it is. It is a little odd because um, not being able to kind of recognize what part of the game it's from does give, at least gives me a, a weird sense of like, now I'm trying to place it and because I can't, I'm making things up. <laughs> and, you know, like m- music is something that like when I write or I'm 
Conjuring or whatever, I, I put music on and I let kind of the music take me uh, to certain places or whatever. And this, I don't know, I just saw all kinds of different things for it. Uh, again, I have no idea what, like you, what part of the game this is uh, in. But, uh, you know, fantastic piece of music. Yeah, tough one to pin down, but all, all in all, fantastic. So, yay. Go team. All right. We did it, yeah. <laughs> it's going well. Yep. This is going well. <laughs> yeah. Really, really digging this one. Really, really, really good time. Okay, what do we got left? We got uh, only a handful left. Mm-hmm. What are we? Uh, we got three proper ones left. So this one is, well, there's always time for this. Leave time for love. No time for love, Dr. Joan. <laughs> this is leave time for love requested by Jonathan. And we're going to leave some time for love right now. Give it a listen. Enjoy. Again, I, I had it based on the name. I had this idea in my head that it was going to be Marl's theme from Chrono Trigger. You know, it was going to be this this beautiful, pretty little love song. And this was like, this sounded dire. This sounded like end of the anime where the hero is fighting off a bunch of monsters to try to get to the final boss, right? This just this seemed like there was a an air of determination behind this track. And it was, it was wonderful. I um, I was very again surprised, but uh, just because based on the title, really, I didn't have anything to go off of here. Uh, yeah, winner, big big old <laughs> thumbs up, big it's old a- bag of win. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that pseudo galloping bass line. That thing mm-hmm. is so driving, and then the drums too. Yes, the the steady four four, and then. Actually, speaking of drums, I like when it hits that part and they, it goes off time. Mm-hmm, and you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're like, you're, you're kind of bobbing all of a sudden. You're like, oh, 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 all right. We're doing this now? All right, cool. Um, I got to say, one of the things I think I appreciate the most about what we're listening to is there's a lot of great um, leads, a lot of great melody leads and stuff. This one's no exception. This one had like that, uh, hmm, I guess, uh, for lack of a better term, just that synth lead, that kind of like, uh, yeah, it was terrible. But anyway, <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> really great synth leads. Um, 
you know, those tracks that we we were really gushing over before, um, uh, What the Forest Taught Me, uh, the Sprite, and stuff like that, those all had really great leads. This is another, again, no, no exception here. This has a really great lead on top of um, a lot of equally great, um, you know, like rhythm stuff. Again, it goes back to what I've mentioned, what you've talked about, like how it builds upon itself. And um, it's not chaotic. It's not too busy. It's just these really like, I like thinking of like a sandwich. It's like the perfect sandwich of music. Ah, <laughs> oh, now I want a sandwich. So do I. Got some nice Italian bread in the other room. I love sandwiches. They're the best. I don't think that can really be overstated. I know this is we're talking about the Secret of Mana soundtrack. It's one of the best Super Nintendo tra- soundtracks on the on the on the planet. But I just think it's really worth pointing out that I love a good sandwich. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We should do a show about sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> way, back, way back, sandwich cast. <laughs> or. We can invent sandwiches, and we can name them after video games. <laughs> oh, 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 boy! You're welcome, universe. That's that sounds uh that sounds that sounds delectable. Mm. <laughs> anyway, well, leave time for love, leave room for sandwiches. That's always. what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and really quickly, I had a, I had a minor epiphany. You made a Pinky and the Brain reference, yes? I did. It just occurred to me, I'm not even kidding, five minutes ago, that it's Pinky and the Brain, and I I feel like they call Pinky Pinky because baby mice are called Pinkies. Huh. I, had I a, never knew that. I had a tarantula when I was edgy and 20. <laughs> That's what they ate, Pinkies. Well... Learn something new every day. File that one under uh, new knowledge. There you <laughs> file, go, kiddos. File that under useless knowledge. <laughs> We're here for you. <laughs> All right. The uh, the next yeah. track is called The Oracle. It was uh, <clears throat> suggested again by Jonathan and Matt Much. Uh, and I don't know what to say at this point, right? I've, I have no way of knowing what this is going to be. <laughs> yep. This could be a polka tune for all I know. That'd be this something. This game keeps pulling out surprises. So here is The Oracle from Secret of Mana. Enjoy.
what? Uh, okay. Oof. Um. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> all right. I'll. I'll. I. I guess I'll start. Um. Only because I'm the only one talking. Um. That was. Uh, <laughs> what the hell did we just listen to? I, uh, I, I don't know. I can't. I, I'm still processing that. I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Um, okay. Okay. Okay, I've got something. Is it okay? Well. No, if it's okay. I'm okay. not okay. <laughs> it's okay not to be okay. Um, okay, this is what I'm going to say. Do you fight the oracle? Because it sounds like you're <laughs> fighting an oracle. <laughs> There's no way that was not an action number. That was like... I agree. If there weren't more tracks ahead of us, I'd say that was the final boss. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That was nuts. Having Go never, ahead. having never fought Lavos, I, I don't know. It could, you very easily could be right. It could be one, one of Lavos's many incarnations. I think he has like three, you know, like the traditional JRPGs and one form, mm-hmm. then another form, and then an even bigger world-eating form or whatever. Um, okay, so I've said okay like twelve times now like a Rob Zombie record. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the, the the thoughts I'm having now, listening to it, um, apart from the game, it is a very strange track. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you and I are hamming it up a little bit. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe we're just full of laughing gas. I, I don't know. Um, but... The, the track is certainly very, very left of center. And I don't know that if I heard this track anywhere else that I would actually enjoy it. Um, there is a very specific part. Uh, I still have it up. So somewhere around, yeah, just under the minute mark, it goes to this very dark and part of me wishes that it would have stayed there longer. And, hmm. and to me, everything that happens in that song is to make that part that much better. Or maybe that's just how I feel. Like, like eh, everything else is kind of chaff. This is the wheat. Um, that being said, there's a lot of... <laughs> I, what I'm about to say this might sound like an insult. There's a lot of really interesting stuff that's going on here. Um some of my favorite parts apart from that really dark part are the parts that like kind of um they open up the dynamic for a moment and it gets i don't want to say quiet but it gets less chaotic and there's that swell that tells you like something's coming um and it does it uh just looking at the waveform one two at least two times in what we've listened to on on, on the show and like that gave me like a like a rise like oh this is this is cool it's going somewhere and unfortunately it kind of went to that you know with the weird like um 90s almost record scratching pseudo hip-hop you know um not necessarily my favorite track but the elements of the track are still really good though everything i just said the so it was a it was a tough one to kind of wrap my head around because i wasn't I mean, I'm sure you weren't either. We weren't expecting that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was, again, it was very abrasive. 
Uh, yes, yes. And it, obviously intentionally, um, but yeah, not a, certainly not a bad track, but definitely not my favorite. Uh, right. Yep. But immensely interesting. Uh, yeah. Just really hard to wrap my head around because it was just absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I, right. Everything you now you did it for me. You you summed up everything <laughs> I said in like six words. <laughs> we make a great team. Yeah. <clears throat> well, just like making a great team, it takes two to dance, and this hey. last track that we're listening to this is the last track for the night. Look at uh, you. Besides what we go out on, this is going to be called Meridian Dance. This was uh, requested by Jonathan Robert and John Truesdale, and I. As, as this contract continues to surprise me at every turn, let's just go for it. Here's Meridian Dance. Enjoy. Two things. I got two big things with this one. Number one, Hiroki Kikuta knows his way about a around a freaking baseline. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> to just this, the bass in this whole song. Not necessarily even the instrument, just the writing. Just yep. that baseline through the whole thing was nuts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And obviously just because these tracks are in order of where they appear on the soundtrack, which makes me believe that this is something that is from the end of the game. This this reeks of final boss music to me. Mm -hmm. Um, What really, 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 really knocked my socks off was where it reprised a piece of the title screen music in here. That Mm. 
the um what's it the fear of the heavens the like that exact part was in this song that was crazy that was such a cool callback to where you started home run grand slam touchdown field goal point thing point break team point break should have had airplanes dressed like presidents <laughs> um, I will absolutely just say I am 100% in agreement with you I, I could mirror everything that you just said that, so yeah the baseline composition just out of this world but again the tonal quality of what's being used is so good it's like when I was when I was in my band all those years ago like that bass line is or excuse me that bass sound is what I was always searching for I always wanted to do like this weird like um, British punk like the tonality the highs of the British punk but I always wanted the low ends of like kind of like hip hop and rap so I was always kind of tweaking things and I was trying to achieve that but that tonal quality is so good like I'm going to be thinking about that for like days to come like Wow. Um, huge sweeping piece of music. Uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, this this just has all the earmarks of a potential final boss, right? Or, you know, one of the many, in this case, one of the many forms of Lavos. Um, it definitely has a, it has a Chrono Trigger flavor to it. Right? Yes. yes. Not like, there was absolutely no way this was inspired by it because it's older than Chrono Trigger, but... right. This this Super NES Square Enix field uh, feel, you know, like mm-hmm. this has that this has that flavor and just the the overall tone of this, right on, right, right on, right oh, on yeah. with the the best of what Chrono Trigger has to offer. Gosh, diggity dang it, this is a good soundtrack. <laughs> Absolutely, I just yeah, it, there's not much else to be said about this. Like, <sighs> y'all done did it again. Mm-hmm. You just you just hit it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Good job. Good right. job, Matt. Great pick. Great job, uh, everyone who contributed tracks to this. Yes. Uh, Absolutely. Wonderful. Wonderful picks. Love it. This was a wonderful way to spend the evening. Agreed. I'm 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 gonna dive right into editing just as soon as we're done. I'm not even gonna wait. I'm gonna try to get this done before I go to bed tonight because I, <laughs> I just wanna I wanna listen to it all again. This was amazing. Well, well done. Well picked. Well played. Uh, I loved every minute of this. So, yeah. Huzzah. All right. Any final thoughts before I conclude? I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, you know, I said at the beginning of the episode that, like, uh, you know, I feel as an adult I wouldn't be as inclined to play this again. But really, after listening to some of this music, there's, I think, uh, I think my heart has grown two or three sizes too big now. I, I think I, I think I want to. I think I want to attempt to go back and play this. I'm open-minded enough to get around what I didn't like about the combat system. Mm-hmm. Like that—that's where I am now. I'm—I'm I'm definitely a—I'm a different guy than I was 20 years ago. So oh yeah. Let's—I—I uh, I, I really do think this is where I'm headed next because uh, I just want to. I just want because <laughs> I'm a grown man and I make my own decisions. That's right. <laughs> Suck on that. <laughs> I pay my taxes one leg at a time. Uh, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> sure. 
<laughs> All right, everyone, that's our show. Join us next time where Matt and I uh, will continue our October traditions and head up the next game in the Castlevania franchise chronologically. Mm-hmm. Last year, we listened to the music of the Castlevania Adventure for Game Boy, a trash game with an incredible soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I re I replay. I I'm pretty sure when we did it last year, mm-hmm. I was talking. I I talked up a good game about it because I had fonder memories of it than actually existed. And then they released the Castlevania Collection, uh-huh. and I played through it, and that game is garbage. Yeah, I I, I intentionally skipped that one. But what a great soundtrack! Just yeah. listen to the sound. Go back and listen to our episode. Yeah. Don't play that game. Nah, it's not don't good. Th- we look. We do this so you don't have to. Exactly. This year we get the best of both worlds mm-hmm. because this year we get to listen to the Ugh. unforgettable Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse. And don't worry, I'm going to go ahead and make sure we use the Japanese version of the soundtrack because it's freaking spectacular. Not that there's anything wrong with the NES American version, but oh boy, that full delightful mm-hmm. Japanese version of this soundtrack is really just something to write home about. <laughs> I thought I was the only one that said that. <laughs> All right. We here at the Waveback Podcast are incredibly grateful to everyone who listens, and we love communicating with you when we can. And we have a couple of ways to do that. There's the Geek Hate Discord channel in which we have a Waveback chat where we frequently discuss all manner of stuff relating to video game music and whatever our next episodes is going to be. We also have a Waveback forum page over on Facebook, which you can find by searching Waveback on Facebook. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at geekade.com, and while you're at it, check out all our other social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. And be sure to check out all the other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. Yeah, that's right. I finally rewrote the ending of the episodes. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of me, too. It's been good, a day. Good job. All right. All right, we're going to leave you tonight with, with what I, uh, I looked this one up, just because uh, I, I saw where it was in the soundtrack, and this is the ending music. Um and I did listen to a little bit of this one earlier just to kind of make sure I was ending with what we're going with. Uh, so, yeah, this is the ending music. It's called The Second Truth from the Left. <laughs> and that's certainly an interesting uh, an interesting title. Uh-huh. But it is a great tune. So uh, enjoy that, and we'll see you for some, some proper spookiness starting with our next episode and you know, then follow it up on Halloween with our our regular tradition of spooky specials. So uh, that's it for us. Thanks for listening and have a great night.